BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Ohio needs nurses now. Xavier University is offsetting the demand by offering individuals with non-nursing bachelor's degrees an accelerated path to the profession. With locations in Cincinnati, Cleveland, and Columbus, our ABSN program enables adult learners like you to earn a respected Bachelor of Science in Nursing in 16 months. So what are you waiting for? There's no better time than now to step up and become a nurse. Search Xavier ABSN to apply. The wheel weaves as the wheel wills, and in this particular occasion, the weave has decided that uh, the pattern is going to throw out a new podcast focused on the new Amazon series, The Wheel of Time, uh, and this is The Dragon Reviewed. We, uh, my name is Cam Clark, and I am here with the Malones, Christine and Kyle. Hello. And uh, we are going to be reviewing each and every episode of season one, at least, of The Wheel of Time and see where we go after that and how these guys enjoy it going forward. Um, we'll talk a little bit about how we're going to do this and our, our spoiler policy in just a few moments. Um, but this will be the, the Wheel of Time podcast for the Jean Reverse podcast network powered by lrmonline.com, which is... Uh, well, Ken, why don't you tell us a little bit more <laughs> about the Jean Reverse network? Sure. Guys, so Genreverse Podcast Network, if this is your first time ever listening to us because you are just, you know, a fan, fan of Wheel of Time and found us that, that way, we cover our, everything. We have a day, daily show called The day, Daily uh, Cup of Genre. It covers everything in geek and enter, entertainment news. And, of course, we have a Star Wars podcast, the Cantina Anime Versal Reviews, actually go, uh, went up today. Uh, we did uh, the first seven episodes of Miracle-Chan, a horror slice of life that's really really cool breaking geek radio the point is guys there's something for for everyone including uh, a long form uh breaking geek uh that does you know like i said long form on every, everything and then the short short one lrm on online.com genreverse.com uh podcast landing pages co- coming soon and of course the the youtube channel and the podcast networks wherever you get them for free no no extra m- money no p- patreon uh, we we live off your guys' beautiful clicks and and ad rev revenue. So yeah, huh, help us out with that. Hit hit subscribe and follow, Cam. <laughs> Thanks very much, Kyle. So let's kind of set the stage out for what we are going to do. What kind of podcast this is going to be, guys, in terms of a spoiler policy? Okay, I have read all the Wheel of Time books, um, and Dear I God. am a fan of the series. Um, I had not. Um, read them until this show was announced. So once this show was announced, I decided I need to get ahead of this because uh, I'm a big fantasy fan. 
and I powered through them over the last sort of year or so. But I managed to get the last five mm. books done in under three weeks, I think. Jesus so, Christ. <laughs> um, so that tells you I am a fan, especially mm-hmm. as of how the story progresses going forward more than I was possibly at the start. Um, Christine and Kyle, you have never read any of the Wheel of Time books. Uh, nope. In fact, Kyle, you don't really even, you're not much of a fantasy guy, are you really? Uh, it, it's weird because my f- favorite, you know, game game series, including four giant tattoos on my my legs, is is Final Final Fantasy. No, <laughs> yeah, f- fantasy is really hard to get in, into, and it's got to hit certain notes for me. There's got to be a good balance between the the world building, but mm-hmm. I can't have t- too much. Like, I don't need all t- ten thousand years of your history in the f- first book. You could spread that that out a bit, uh, but. There are a lot of really great fantasy uh, uh, tropes and and things that come from the genre, in, in and I mean that in a, in a good way that I do do love, and especially especially when it's blend blended with something, whether that's science fiction, like in a, a Star Star Wars setting or a horror. Um, whenever you can add something to it, the action ad- adventure fantasy, mm-hmm. I'm definitely more in into that, and this kind of seems. At least for the show, uh, like it's adding a little bit more of the action in into it, and the first three episodes did a decent job of bl- doing the world building. So yeah, oh, I mean, when I when I read this this story, I thought, I wonder if you would like this if you gave it the chance to get to some of the meteor content mm-hmm. later on. However, Christine, you you do like fantasy a little bit more than Kyle, but you've you've not read the the Wheel of Time books so far, haven't you? No, no, I'm. I'll admit I'm not a, a strong reader, so I rely more on like TV series and, and movies um, because you know books can take a while, and I end up getting a book, reading halfway through, and then you know not, not touching it again. I'm like, oh, let me start over, and then it's so it's it's really hard for me. But I do love fantasy, yeah. um, and this you know was this definitely caught my eye, and I I wanted it to be like I don't want to know anything until time to watch so i haven't been digging at anything i've just seen trailers and and left it fresh so Mm -hmm. it's it's nice (laughs) and and that kind of leads us on to how we are going to cover spoilers here because we're not um ultimately the we will be covering what episode we're covering so full spoilers for the episode that we're covering talking about everything that happened in that episode Mm -hmm. and we will begin over theories uh not my theories um, for obvious reasons, because I know the end. Um, We're going to see how good, good Cam's poker face is when we yeah. start giving our theories. Yeah, eventually, yeah. eventually it gets, as it gets further along, you know, because to begin with, it's going to be easy, but later oh, yeah. on, I'm going to be like, ah, <laughs> 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 wish I could see something now. Um, because I think it is a story that isn't immediate to work. You know, you don't, when I read that first book, I thought, I don't know how they're going to do 14 out of this, really. Um, but then I realised, yeah, actually, you know, there, there is a lot more story here going on than, than what maybe is first presented up front. So, yeah, full spoilers for the episode we're covering, but we will not be spoiling aspects of the book that I'm aware of as a, as a book reader going forward. What I will do is possibly talk about some of the changes as they come along in episodes. Well, they didn't do that in the books. You know, that could have an effect further down the line, but I'll always do it with a, a way that I'm not spoiling people about, especially you two, uh, about what's <laughs> coming up in the actual story itself. So, we've got three episodes to cover 
this week, mm-hmm. obviously, because there was a three-episode drop. So episode one, two, and three of season one. It is going to be eight episodes long. So we'll be running this for, obviously, another five weeks after this. Um, start off with, let's go with Christine first. What did you think of the first three episodes, Christine? Um, For me, it's like when, when I start with something new that's fantasy, it's it's hard to... To, to catch on, like, you know, get all the little details. Um, but it it was really interesting. Um, I had, you know, of course, I'm watching it. I'm like, okay, what's this mean? What's this? And, <laughs> yeah. you know, so, um, but it was really interesting. There's, you know, of course, some elements where, um, you know, it felt like other, you know, like fantasy type tropes. Um, but, you know, it did feel very different. Um, so it was, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I don't know how, how deep you want me to describe no, I mean, how I feel. However, however you want to, really, I suppose, is, is up to yourself. I suppose how much you want to go into it or not. Okay. Um, I, I noticed, like, in the very first um, episode, they, they put a lot of emphasis on, on Rand, and I'm kind of wondering why. So it's like there's there's certain things where it's so like that, I have so many questions. Main sort of, well... I suppose seven characters that we really concentrate on within those first three episodes, if we include Lan and Maureen, who, who mm-hmm. came in from the start. But you think the kind of emphasis was put on Rand more out of those those characters, or just the new characters? Yeah, um, the, the, the young yeah Rand and, and, and um, Egwene, and, um, you know, so it's kind of like I'm wondering what, what, what all that is about, um, especially Rand. I, I felt like there was more of him, and then it's like wondering you know, what, you know, still wondering, like, what's going on with, with the story. Um, Rosamund's character is um, Moraine. Moraine, yeah. And, yeah, like, wondering, like, you know, what's her deal? I know that they're looking for something, but it's like, what are you going to do exactly? So, you know, it's, I'm I'm curious to, to find out more. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it's, like, still trying to, like, follow along and make sure that I have everything filed away and into my brain just yeah. right so I mean, the thing is whenever you start off with a new sort of franchise you, you know you're not going to know everything right away you know you're not going to go into it and understand that world after two or three episodes because then the first two or three episodes would just be complete exposition dumps you know it would yeah. just be so this is the story so far 20 minutes later we'll actually start start the story kind of thing um, and the books aren't really written like that either you know they're, they're not in terms of you don't fully understand the story until they want you to understand parts of the story later on, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was going to say uh, it, it's good that they, they don't use just uh, random magic tomes or rocks to spit exposition like, like the technology did in the Amazing Spider-Man films every five freaking minutes. But yeah, <laughs> anyways, that that's cool. Yeah, so it's like questions of like, like the small culture group. Like I had like trying to figure that out and then also like the big picture, you know, so I'm I'm curious on where everything's going to go. There's a couple of, probably a couple of things we can talk about, about the world without kind of getting into any spoilers or anything in terms of kind of how it works a little bit. There's definitely some, some sort of changes they made um, to the show from the books, more so on that first episode, which I'll talk a little bit more about when it when it's my turn to have a go. But what about you, Kyle? What did you think so far? Um, I believe it or not, I was pretty pretty stoked about it from from the from the get-go um it does have a bit of a slow start uh but not aw- awfully slow like i wasn't 
bored out of my mind and uh uh by about 30 minutes in once moraine sh shows up to the uh village and and night falls things really 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 pick up um i'm invested in in the characters i've found the writing to be co competent delivery from, from the actors actresses to to be competent the uh the actual like f filming and lo location for filming is is great. I lo looked it up. Uh, uh, some stuff in like Croatia, which is one of the most gorgeous places on on Earth. If if people have never looked up Croatia, like yeah, lo look it up. It's it's gorgeous. Yeah, because you had some theories about it being like, is this California? Because right, I I saw certain things that reminded me of the Sierra Nevadas, the uh, walled city on the on the lake, being right at the foot of the of the hills. I was like, is that supposed to be Tahoe? And because uh, there there are uh, uh, the idea is that this this world of ours is co constantly in this cycle and this is the only thing cam had told me about the yeah. the series you know the world's in this constant cycle uh you're you're coming on in, in the middle of it and in one way you know our time right now is possibly a few future but also possibly a, a past or it's a, a different path and so exactly. yeah. so just that idea i i of course was like okay could we potentially see something because Cam talked about a few thousand years Ge geologically speaking, it takes millions of years to, to affect massive change. And then there was like the broken uh, rock that I thought may have been like El Capitan from uh, uh, Yosemite, but uh, that's not the, not the case. And, and that okay. that's fine. They didn't film it there, but it was weird how my eye could catch th things just from ge geography. Yeah. Um, the characters are, are great. Uh, Rand is, is definitely in, interesting. Um, I like how I think they purposefully show a little bit of more of, of him here in the in the beginning. I'm not sure, but uh, at first when you when you see the red eye guy visiting his dreams, you're like, oh, is he gonna be not? All of them get it. So I, I like that there's mm. a, a mis mystery. I like that. I like that there's these these factions, and we're just getting to to know a bit. At a time, we we meet the Aes um, Sedai, and you're like, oh fuck them bitches, they're they're all awful. And you're like, okay, well, some some are the, some of them are awful, and they're they're awful for specific reasons. And then you meet the uh, white cloaks. Is is that what it is? That's correct. Yeah, the guys there, that are all go. in the white uniforms. Yeah, yeah. You you meet them, and and it's kind of like Catholics versus pr Protestants. They're I both, got that both too. there for the light for the light but you know how how dare you pray to the virgin mary that's not that's an idol well how dare you not pray to and and uh so they the uh white cloaks didn't like that i love i like all of all of that and i like how they're divvying it out in in good edible chunk chunks so i'm in i'm invested at this point uh the graph graphics uh the the effects all the practical effects are are great the C CGI does s suffer a bit. Uh, a Amazon, you guys need to talk talk to uh, uh, the pe people that hold the keys to the to the volume because when she's got the uh, uh, wind and and light going going around around her there, uh, you can easily tell where <laughs> the strobe light, lights are at and mm -hmm. where CGI is not uh, putting yeah, I light mean, it's where a it good should point be. But that, yeah, you know. Although that wouldn't work for the swooping location yep. shots and everything like that, for the actual scenes where they're possibly using the one power, which is the mm -hmm. magic scenes like we saw in episode one, that would work really well within the oh, volume yeah. because that's basically, you know, you can have the actor, 
you know, moving their hands in coordination to what they're seeing, what the directors have already decided is all going to happen. And it's projecting real-time so, t- lighting effects. Yeah, and it would be all, cool, all I wonder. I mean, Amazon can afford to go and create their own if they want, but, um, <laughs> yeah, you know... absolutely. I, I, don't, I don't know how that would work, but, you know, it's studio space, isn't it? Um, and the current, mm-hmm. there's only two out there, isn't there, that are really functioning mm-hmm. at the moment, which is in LA and Pinewood, but we know that there is other ones... And three, three more they're building, right? Yeah, two or three. The one we heard about um, in Atlanta or something that they were doing yep. some tests for a university that you know, mm-hmm. um, you know. So um, possibly that's technology that by the time they get later on in the series, maybe they would be able to employ. But at the moment, yeah, I, I get that. Um, and I, you know, I would finish probably. off with with this. Everyone online, of course, has uh, what what. Uh, a talk show radio host. I, I don't know if he originally coined, coined the term. Probably not. But uh, the the history of now and forget tomorrow. Everyone online is oh Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones. I'm like this isn't Game of Thrones, guys. Like Martin didn't go for Tolkien style, and this is kind of Tolkien light. Well, you, you know, I mean, probably it's somewhere in between. You'd actually yeah. be surprised yeah. that this gets a lot more Game of Thrones like as it goes forward mm. um, but right now it's it's not but to begin with it doesn't it falls very much into that kind of traditional that that first book and that's one of the reasons why the first book i wasn't particularly that impressed with i thought it was an okay book but you know i was like how can they make this last for 14 books you know and this <laughs> is the smallest one I, I wasn't really seeing what was going to invest me for that long space of time what I hadn't really realised at that point is I kind of almost felt, well, these characters have went through a journey, but really they had only took the first step of a journey, and there was mm-hmm. far, far more kind of dramatic things to come along um, as time went by. And, you know, it's worth for those fans that, you know, compare it to Game of Thrones and saying that. Um, one of the only reasons Game of Thrones actually got published was because of the recommendation that... Um, that was actually um, from, um, sorry, Robert Jordan, is the name mm-hmm. I was trying to remember there. Robert Jordan is sadly not with us anymore. Um, actually, you know, friended George R. R. Martin and put a recommendation. And there's actually in the first nice. Game of Thrones book, there is a, you know, an acknowledgement from, from Robert Jordan saying, this is amazing, go read it, basically. Um, nice. And Martin was also a fan of Robert Jordan. And mm-hmm. actually... A, what I think a lot of Game of Thrones was, was a lot of the style that Robert Jordan sort of pioneered, which had never been done in fantasy before, which was an ensemble kind of mm-hmm. side of things. So all these characters that you're spending time with, I wouldn't ever say there's one or two main characters. There's, there is about yeah. four or five main characters all, all the time, all the way through it. And various other points of view that we get to see more characters that will be introduced later on that are important characters as well. So it's very much told from different people's points of view. And Robert Jordan also employed a technique of an unreliable narrator. Mm -hmm. So when a character tells you something in the book, this is how it is, that doesn't necessarily mean that is how it is. That's how that character thinks it is, you know? And he used Mm -hmm. that technique. And George R. Martin uses that a lot. Mm -hmm. And the way he constructed his story as well, that, you know, you don't necessarily should always believe what a character's telling you because they're telling you it from their point of view. Um, yeah. Whereas that wasn't really the case when he tokens what was, he was, mm-hmm. he was almost like, 
he was elevator himself and writing down this is what happened or it was written from Frodo or, or sort of Sam's point of view depending mm-hmm. on where it went in the story um, so there is similarities actually but certainly not I don't think to begin with and and where even where less so show, show wise does go is that little bit darker at sometimes mm-hmm. you know that when it almost gets into grimdark you know mm-hmm. situation Wheel of Time doesn't quite get that far it almost touches the lines of it at times far more than, than Tolkien's does but, but it doesn't just quite slip over it's somewhere in between I, I would say um, overall so yeah, yeah people comparing it to Game of Thrones should really just give it a chance on its own merits to be honest and realise that this is actually one of the stories that inspired what became Game of Thrones in the first yeah. place mm-hmm. and I, I think what again it's that, that history of now and people are just thinking of the mo- most recent Game of Thrones was a uh, fantasy plot. thing, yeah. exactly. Uh, but I will say this for for people that may have looked at like the the ratings for it and seen sixteen plus, this is something. If my son was into it at eight nine years old, I honestly th- think I would let him watch it. Uh, so far, what we've seen has not been too too much se- sexual uh, sexual co- content. There's a man ass in the in the first episode. Yeah, um, yeah. the vi- violence is is up there, so it's all always up to parents yes, on I mean, what they want the to let their. Thing is sometimes yep. not that's the biggest. A lot of parents was it the, the gore, like the so. the intestines it, that the Trollocs were mm. eaten and stuff like that that's where this thing is getting its 16 plus is the yeah. violence and the yeah. gore right now so if you are curious if your kid can watch you know war war movies and and or fantasy violence i think this is actually probably safe for safe for them yeah. so yeah. far i don't I mean, know what's yeah, gonna happen watch it later. And then, and i mean then do that Violence wise, yeah, that that could in fact get ramped up going forward potentially and where we go, threats, you know, um difficult adult situations, certainly. Mm-hmm. Um sex wise, no I mean that the series does have sex in it, uh, it's discussed, it happens, but it's never in a way where, you know, in Game of Thrones where there's this. scenes that happen while people are having sex, you know, so they have conversations mm-hmm. while they're having sex, which says you must have a sex scene. And mm-hmm. then the show very much played into that and put more oh, yeah. sex scenes in than we're even in the books, you know, to begin with. Um, so I don't, unless, you know, they decide to do it for shock value or something, which would be yeah. wrong, um, there really isn't any need for them to have anything more than, you know, people go to bed together and then you see them the next morning, which mm-hmm. I think basically happens in episode one anyway. You know, mm-hmm. you can tell that, Rand and Egwene have, have got together, but we don't actually see the act yeah. take place itself. Yeah, you don't need all of that. Like yeah. I know with yeah. like Game of Thrones, there was no chance I'd ever let my son no. walk in <laughs> while watching. With this, like he, he kept popping no. out, and yeah. it's like, okay, this scene is safe. It's fine. With Game of Thrones, it would have been an immediate pause, yeah. always, because it's like you never know. But with this, yeah. it, it definitely felt like, like he could be around for a little bit of it. And I think that's yeah. smart for for amazon to to do it uh because it it opens up this, i this isn't young adult written but it no. it is a young young adult accessible uh yes. story so mm-hmm. far so i, I think yeah. amazon's smart i would say definitely to watch as well compared to book because it's such a long book series that that would yeah. put off a lot of young people oh, yeah. you know you can't imagine <laughs> your average 15 or 16 year old mm-hmm. going oh a 14 book series i'll start now you know 
as an adult, I'm a very fast reader, very, very fast. So I, I can fly through books, you know, really quickly. It does, doesn't daunt me too much. But um, as a kid, I remember struggling initially with Lord mm-hmm. of the Rings. And, and in comparison, I thought that was a huge book. But compared oh, to me, a 14-book series, it's, it's actually really small, you know. Yeah. So <laughs> it's, it's a very different experience. So, so I think this could open up to that kind of younger audience, in, in all honesty, because... I'd be quite happy for my son, who's 14, you know, to, to watch this. It's no more violent than other things that he's seen yeah. before. And as we said, the, the sex scenes are, I would say, done with families in mind so far. Um, nothing too drastic. So I'd be quite happy for him to watch it if he, if he was interested. Yeah. Anything more absolutely. to say, guys, before we get any math? Kind of slightly different, maybe, no, okay. points of view. We're all set. So from my point of view as a book fan... It's funny that you said you liked how it didn't take too much time at at the start because I think a lot of book fans felt it was really rushed at the start (laughs) Um, because the time that they take from starting it to to that winter night fight and then leaving the two rivers doesn't feel that we really spent much time with the characters before all this. It's like, quickly, let's just get them into where they need to be and get them on the road. Um... And there were some things added in as well, which weren't in the books. And to me, I didn't necessarily feel that they added any value. One of the mm. things that has been a big bone of contention, and I wanted to ask you guys what you thought about this, is when Perrin kills his wife accidentally mm-hmm. in episode one. What did you think about that from your point of view as non-book readers? Okay, well, for me, like we've we've actually been through an experience like that. Um, I didn't kill anyone. Uh, yes, yes. Um, there was um, a time when my son was was really young, and um, I think it was at the time when I had to get up twice in the middle of the night to give him medicine and um, and and feed him because he had to have it, you know, the medicine on on uh, a full stomach. Um, and I was just so tired and so frustrated. I threw um, a, a baby bottle cap at the window and cause the alarm to go off and I was like oh crap so I I um I run to go turn it off and there's Kyle and I'm like no 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 it's it's fine it's fine but you know he's got the training to to see you've got to say I'm pointing a gun at your face yeah (laughs) exactly and you know he's got the training to to um to not you know to to recognize who it is before you shoot you know, military yeah, training. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, I'm telling him, you know, no, it's fine, it's fine. Um, he doesn't. So for him, he hears noises and she mm. doesn't let him know that it's coming up. And I felt really bad for, for this couple because, you know, it's like we've kind of been there in our own, yeah. you know, interesting situation. And it's like I could not imagine if me as a partner had had done that to him because I'm the one that doesn't have the training and how much that that would eat at me but he doesn't have time mm-hmm. to go through it to 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 grieve very much cuz he's on the but run they have to leave. yeah mm-hmm. yeah so it's um you know it's like i wonder you know what's going to happen further down the line and how much that's going to destroy him um because i know it would destroy me i would probably not be able to go with be like you know just i'm done you know like whatever um so you know he's 
I'm wondering where that that's going to go with that, and you know, because that's that's something that's so hard. Uh, you know, yeah, to, it's, to you know, that's not partner. something you're going to go over quickly, is it? Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. So. No. Yeah, being but being overtaking see, taking any life thing, is right? difficult. That doesn't happen in the books. Perrin isn't oh, really? even married in the books. He's a hmm. he's a blacksmith, but he's not even married. So this is something that they've added in. And it's something that the I don't I don't know if you know that the person who finished this book series is a man called Brandon Sanderson, who's an author mm-hmm. in his own right, Mistborn, um, etc. Um when uh, Robert Jordan passed away before he could finish the series and his wife chose Brandon Sanderson to finish it and he wrote the last three books of the series. So he's been a kind of... He's not been involved in terms of the writing of this series, but they ran things past him, you know, let's Mm say. Um, And the one thing he disagreed with about their decisions was this. He didn't think Mm -hmm. it was a good idea to do this because his point of view... As as you kind of said, Christine, is this this is not something that you go over very quickly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. why bring such a a dramatic event Drama. like that in yeah. at such an early stage of his development? Now, I don't know why they've done that. The only thing I can think of, it might be that they've not quite worked out how to deal with his character because he's a very taciturn character. Parent, um, you know, a lot of what you find out about Perrin in the books is in his head, you know, what he's thinking about and considering about the situations that are going on, but he isn't saying very much very often and it comes across very standoffish and and, and a bit like a gentle giant, if you like. So I yeah. wonder if this is their way for trying to kind of get round how, why he's so sort of yeah. taciturn and, and, and closed off at this point of the story. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but some people... Yeah, some people just have that kind of personality anyway, so there was no need for that. It, if yeah. they really wanted him to to go through this trauma, you know, you know, traumatize their character, um, it could have been like you know someone from the village come in and it be someone else instead yeah. of it. Yeah, being rather than being as close as, as a wife. Yeah. That's what I think as well, Christine. They could have did that and not have it. You know, it could just be someone in you, someone that you saw them talking to <laughs> at the bar. Like, you know, the night before or something yeah. like that. Someone that said, how are you? And he's just like, oh, i see you tomorrow, you know. Someone who you, you knew they had a friendship but wasn't, you know, super close would have, I think, worked better. Because oh, yeah. I, what I worry about is whether they'll be able to properly pay all that off further down the line when it wasn't in the novels to begin with, if that makes yeah. sense. But, you know, yeah, like, we, we'll, we'll see. We, we can't say for certain that. I, I can't see how that would go. So overall... I didn't like the first episode all that much until we get to the battle on winter night because I just felt that we didn't get enough time to spend with the characters. Them them leaving the two rivers also felt really rushed to me. It's like they didn't even say bye-bye any of the... You know, I wanted the parents to say, look, if you need to go, go. You know, if those trollocs come here, we're done for. We can't fight against this. If they're truly after you, then you need to trust the eyes to die and, and go for it. However, after that, I really enjoyed it. To be honest, I really enjoyed it. I thought episode two was great. I thought um, episode three was good as as well. So uh, even as a book fan, well, there are some changes that I'm kind of, why? Um, I'm still on board and, and kind of hopeful that this can be a good series going forward. So, yeah, because, I mean, you don't want like a like a psycho situation where it's like too much 
of the original story, like uh, like the remake of of the movie. Yeah, um, you, you can't do that. I mean, it just yeah books because you you have you spend so much time in characters' heads. You just can't do that in a visual mm-hmm. medium. So there's always going to be changes. <laughs> yeah, that maybe too. doesn't need to be quite as much like so. That scenario is one where we could say, well why you know i understand you know but i don't get the reason why you made that change but other than that you know you have to absolutely accept changes in these things i do have a question about uh sure. matt's character mm-hmm. that's his name right the yeah, uh, matt, um, yeah matt is Porto. that yeah is that accurate like he had two sisters his parents are pretty much Drunken, shitty parents shitty. No. No. that's not okay no. yeah because i was so, just like god this sucks he, he had sisters, he had a mum and dad, but they were pretty happy. You know, actually, his dad was pretty rich um, okay. and a horse trader, right? So, so that so was accurate. That Matt knows a lot about that kind of stuff, you know, horses and everything like that. Um, and there wasn't any mention of any kind of relationship um, issues. But I think, I think they're trying to, in some ways, explain a little bit about why Matt is the kind of way he is, yeah. um, which it's it's tough to say, but Matt becomes one of, I would say, the most popular characters in the fandom overall by the time you get to the end um, or get further into the, you know, the show. Um, but that I, I takes think... a bit of time. Oh, that takes a bit oh. of time. To begin with, Matt goes through, which I won't, you know, that's going to happen, some, some difficult times, let's just say. Um, and... Hmm. That's, I, I, I don't know why they've done it, but I'm prepared to kind of. Yeah, they put the difficult see. times yeah. pretty early. So yeah. I, yeah. I do, and and I guess I'll after uh, after this point we can do our ad and and then carry carry on. But uh, I think it's so- Sony, man, man, Sony is behind the production of the this. They do not, yeah. guys. I'm so- sorry, but they do do not believe that the audience is smart enough. So. What Cam, I agree with Cam, they're trying to give these characters something that you can see on screen because you can't spend enough time in their brains on, on screen in a, in a visual mm-hmm. medium to uh, get the um, why they are the way they are. But just like Christine said, we all know that some people are just the, the way they are. There doesn't have to be trauma for you to be stoic and the strong, silent type that could just be exact exactly who who you are mm-hmm. but sony pictures has no faith in your your ability to think ladies and gentlemen i'm sorry mm-hmm. to tell you that yeah. but yeah, that, yeah that's, that's what that i think it is i think cam's on on, carry to why. on too far into the series i hope things get better and they trust the audience yeah. more because you know yeah let, let people but then at the same time you say that kill at the same time some of the reviews i've seen was well i didn't understand what was going on completely after three episodes you like did you understand exactly what was going on in Game of Thrones after three episodes? Because I didn't. Yeah. I'd never read no. books. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a clue what was going on, but I just wanted to know what this world, you know, mm-hmm. I was intrigued to find out more. Do you yeah, know what's happening in Lord of the Rings after I... the first 20 minutes, half an hour, which mm-hmm. is the equivalent space of time? No, you don't. So, I mean, you know, I don't we think got the ba- it's a basic gist, gist of it. Yeah, it's there's, like... there's a cycle. These people are potential hosts to this uh, uh uh, entity that that can be you used for good or bad, bad depending on who gets their hands on it the last person to get their hand, hands on it were the bad guys so the good guys so so to speak are out there trying yeah. to do their thing but yeah that's interesting uh, you ready for because um yeah well oh, let's cover an advert and then we'll cover okay there, there there we go 
<laughs> all right, guys. Uh, grow generation. Take, take it grow away. Grow generation, where the pros go to grow. For all of your cultivation needs, Grow Generation has the right products, service and staff to make your grow successful. Go to www.growgeneration.com where the pros go to grow. All right, Cam, we're, we're done, man. That, that's it. We're, we're back. Okay. Um, so, yeah, just one of the things you were saying before the, the break there. Um, sorry, what, what were we talking about there before the break? Uh, my mind's actually went completely broken. Uh, we're, we're talking about... Uh, having uh how they would put somebody through through something just to get the you're you're hoping that they have faith in the audience go going forward and don't have to over explain oh, yeah. that's things. what i was going to explain that the book actually starts with a prologue mm-hmm. um before you get to the first chapter when you meet all the characters that you just met in the, the first episode here and they drop that completely but i've heard that the original plan was to go a 10 episode first season and have a longer opening where maybe they were going to put that prologue back in. So I'll be interested to know, I won't describe what happens in that prologue because it does explain a little bit of some of the history. Mm-hmm. Um, but it didn't make sense necessarily the first time you read it. You know, it wasn't until later on that you started to understand what, what what it was all about. So maybe that they'll bring that in further further down the line, I don't know. So I won't talk about that just in case they do uh, bring it up. But it was just to let you know that there, there is a bit more information about that in the book. Um, cool, cool. So let's quickly just grade each episode. So I'm just going to ask you one at a time to give our usual LRMonline.com we use ABC grades. Mm-hmm. Um, so Kyle, what would you give to episode one? Um so episode one as far as an, an introduction to everything is is good good it's it's above par uh it's it's better than many uh pro- properties out out there there's obviously some uh growing pains uh that comes along along with anything but i i think for a, a good start it's a solid b b plus man i okay. i had no no I- issues with it uh uh, like I said, the C- CGI, it, it is what, what it is. M- mostly what I was c- catching, like I said, were like lighting effects and things like that. Um, and then uh, in some of the other episodes, some of the backgrounds. But uh, uh, I, appre- I appreciated the practical effects. I appreciated practical blood. Practical intestines, ladies and gentlemen. I, I love practical gore uh and the tro- trollocks trollics or trollics trollocks so t-r-o-l-l-o-c-s o-c so okay trollocks. trollocks got got it uh so the trollocks they're they are they they're great lo- looking they're gruesome they're, they're, they're yeah, yeah. hairy uh i will say, say this the though as part of the pc master race i had to turn off the uh, uh motion blur and stuff because the winter bat- battle is that what you're calling it? Winter night battle. Winter night. Okay. It, basically, yeah. Um, once the action picks up in in there, if you're watching it on like a, a HDR t- TV or something that's uh, got like filmmaker mode in it, and mm-hmm. it's adding all the things of the how the di- directors want you to see the film, it does kind of get dark and shaky. Um, but that also helps hide some of the effects yeah, yeah <laughs> so yeah. uh but i i i did a b plus so yeah i was gonna well, say b. b okay a b b yeah yeah um what about episode two christine what did you rate that one as um i'm gonna go with uh who 
maybe a B plus. Okay. Yeah, it's definitely better than the first one. I'm still getting it's like in between that that B plus A minus. It's 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 getting okay. good. Um, you know, I'm I'm learning a little more. Um, you know, so it's yeah. Cool. Um, I'm gonna have to stick with the the B B plus score right right now. Uh, there there was. No, no ma- major issues with, with it again. You get to carry on, learn, learn a little bit more. You you get your your interactions with with the white cloaks, which I'm definitely de- down to fo- follow them s- some more. Uh, I really like the questioner. Is that what it's called? Yeah, yes. In this this instance, yeah, that's that's the way they're they're classifying that character. Um, okay. But yeah, the questioners. Um, so the. The white they're, they're the Inquisition. Are, they're soldiers. No one expects and the exactly, exactly. They're the Inquisition. <laughs> that is it. Exactly. And uh, I love the the because um, there's always something I've I've said. Uh, I don't like li- liars, but whenever you have to tell a story, the more t- truth you can have, the the better it is because lies build build up uh, uh, story points that you have to remember, right? And mm-hmm. if you can just tell the tr- truth. But make sure that you're able to to use that truth in su- such a way. Exactly. You never have to use as much lie. truth as, the po- as possible. <laughs> and yeah. I loved that that scene where the questioner and and uh, Moraine meet, meet yeah. up, and she realizes I can tell the truth. I'm playing this part of a of a woman that yeah, got, I, yeah, I got and stabbed by this. this awesome yeah, I, I need to seek a sister. Exactly. He's on because of these three oaths. So you know, yep. these three oaths are very relevant to, to what happens in the rest of the plot. So I said I can't outright lie, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean you always know what they're saying is a hundred percent the truth the as context. well. And that's yeah. true of all I said I throughout the rest of it. Um, and there are some other oaths as well. One of uh, one strange thing that they kind of seem to omit. From the oaths um, on this was they didn't say or I think they said you can you can use the one power as a weapon if you're in a direct threat or a direct mm-hmm. threat to your sisters or your warders, but they didn't say or oh, if you're a dark friend, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know whether that's because um, you know I don't know that's that's a strange one you know because um, I guess well I don't want to go into it too much but um, we'll see how that one plays out but yeah, I just wanted to point that out that there's a slight change in, in the oaths in this compared to, to what they were in the books that's that's interesting that you, you point out because she Moraine at least makes a point in the in the episode that it's not just that they, they won't lie because it's an oath but they actually can't, they can't. and I, I didn't know how far that go, goes in with because there's other. Uh, so imagine uh, if you were trying to tell a lie, but literally and the you, words you literally come can't. out your mouth. Exactly, that and kind of thing. so I started to wonder, like you see in other uh, uh, magic fantasies settings, can dark darkness corrupt it to where you can mm. lie? And so yeah, that was I in the back so. of back That's of my my way, mind. Yeah. And when you just mentioned. Uh, dark fr- friend or whatever it's called. Um, yeah, just somebody that works for the bad guys. Right. That's, I was very c- curious yeah. as if there's o- almost like a, a Sith magic element to where it's corrupted. It's not exactly mm. pure and, and full, right. but you can definitely use it as as a weapon of- offensively. So we'll, we'll see. Mm-hmm. I certainly can't make any comments on that side of things. So... I'm going to, uh, Mark, 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 oh, sorry, what did you think of the third episode? Any change for the B pluses or did anybody go up or down? I'm going to go with A minus. 
Um, like, and I, I want to make sure. Uh, Ninyev? Ninyev, yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, her, her little piece coming through. I, I find it um, a little frustrating that, you know, you've got these... They're, they're bigger beasts, yet, you know, the, the Trollocs, you know, um, mm-hmm. yet they're able to... These humans are able to hold their own on it. So it's like it seems... You know, for, for some of them, they it's are like, oh, stupid, though. You know, so they're mm. not skilled uh, creatures. Yeah. They're, you know, they're very barbaric. You know, so they're they're never going to win a sword fight against. For example, Lan, who you saw, uh, mm-hmm. who's who's Moraine's warder. You know, in the books, he could take down ten, ten trollocs without having to think twice about it. You know, because okay. he's a skilled warrior. Yeah. You know, but these people that are in the two rivers, they yeah, you've got farmers, like a dagger you know, or something, but, and you're. Yeah, so it's um, just kind of like there was a few things online where people said like they they expected a bit more carnage there because yeah you know they didn't you know they shouldn't have been able to fight back on as well as that um, yeah but like yeah with her coming through like um, I thought that was really awesome and I I like how strong she is I like that they brought her in there was like a few things where it's not a higher um, rating because like Lon takes them into this. Um, ancient city, old city, or whatever it is, and it's like, yeah, 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 it's like, why did you make them stay there when you know that's not a good idea? You know, where he's like, don't eat anything from here. Because Maureen is involved as well at that point, so so she knows that as well, you know, that they're all taking that risk together, if you like, uh, rather than Maureen sort of not being able to to be involved in that decision in the books, but um, I, I can see why they did it that way, though. It doesn't really make you know, yeah, too much to me, it's like to... I would have just kept going. Like, let's just hang out outside. If something happens, we can go in, but we're not <laughs> staying in and trapping ourselves. Like, to me, it's like I have no experience in this world, but yet I would make a better choice, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so there was like a few things where it's like, uh, that doesn't quite work for me. Like, that doesn't make sense that he would make that decision because yeah. he should be more knowledgeable. Um, but there was just some parts where it's like, it kept me on the edge of my seat. There's like, you know, Ninyev coming back. Um, I thought that was really awesome and I'd love to see more of her. It was kind of disappointing. Like, oh man, she's dead. That sucks. Yeah. Um, but no, she's not. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah. And then like with them splitting up, it it um, just kept it interesting. She ends up one of my favorite characters. I didn't love her at first. Um, but I ended up, you know, liking Nynaeve quite quite a bit, actually, as, as things went on. So, um, Kyle, you any change in the third one from the way uh, you did later? C- compar- comparatively, I'd bump, bump it up to an A-minus a- as, as well. The, uh, the whole way that they have to get split up the uh way what what's her name escapes and and shows up Mm -hmm. and how that pays off in in the third third episode is is great the uh um action is is fun um it's very pretty looking there there are some cgi issues in in there but even then you're just like oh wow you guys are doing a a pretty pretty bang bang up job is especially Considering when this was filmed and other uh, uh, immediately before and d- during pandemic uh, productions mm. that have suffered greatly yeah. with their their C- CGI, uh, I was I was overall Im- impressed. So if if this is the uh, fir- first A A minus and it ho- holds up, then I'm I'm very very excited because um, so- even though like I you know 
episode one and two both get B B pluses from me. Yeah, the second episode's a a better B plus if that makes sense. Like, I get you. Yeah. So for me, it was I'm a little bit different. I was B minus for the first episode because I just felt the start was all a little bit clunky, like and they they tell again. things um, from. It's almost like they're telling the story from Moraine's point of view, whereas the books mm-hmm. doesn't. So Moraine's more of this mysterious stranger, and, I, and I'm not sure that worked as well. But anyway, um, the second one was was my favourite because that was Shudder Log Off, um, and I really you know like that because it gets into the darker elements of mm-hmm. the the kind of tale. And although there's not a lot of information given about, you know, you have Lan's little story about you know what happened, but there's. There's more to it than that. This isn't Shadow Lagos, not one of those places where you're never going to go back there again. You're never, it's mm-hmm. never going to be mentioned again. You know, it, it does have some importance later on. So, um, so I, I really enjoyed that. I like the way, although they don't name it, the Mashadar, that black shit basically that's that's kind of mm-hmm. eating up the pavements and coming towards them. That's not how I can imagine it in the books, but I liked how they did that. Um, so for me, I, I kind of had that one. Uh, as an as an A minus, and then the third episode a B plus, same as you guys because I, I I did enjoy that one. I thought it was kind of in between the two of them, and I enjoyed the whole dark friend thing, which happened mm-hmm. at the end of episode three with that. I, I can't name. believe I, I got those name. freaking um, confused. That that whole part there in that the third episode where I forgot about the, the town where Matt and, and Rand are at. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love, love that. I love the Gleeman. Uh, I can't believe I, <laughs> sorry, sorry, guys, we watched, uh, one and then we watched two and three back to back to back. Um, it just feels like one back. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It did, it did yeah. because it flows yeah. so quick in and I'm trying to remember where the episode breaks are. Um, but yeah, that, that whole bit there with with the uh, with the innkeeper bar barkeep the the gleeman um, great way to introduce more lore great great way to introduce hey there's not just people that are like occult occultists there's opportunists here mm-hmm. that are like do you recall like what what great things ha- happened for the last last person to do do the so I'm gonna do it's very very in- interesting. Um, great way to introduce uh humor and and a much better way to explain especially matt uh versus oh he's got a shit shit parents yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i get it yeah yeah i liked it because it's not i don't think it's a direct tie to any specific thing that happened in the book the book spends a lot of time with those two characters going from sort of village to village and they meet a few bad people on the way who are kind of who are interested in doing them harm, let's, shall we say, or handing them in, etc. And of course, they do meet Tom, Tom Merrillan, along the way as well. Um, at first, I didn't like Tom when he comes in at first because of the music that he plays. Now, you, as a non-book reader, won't have any reference for that. Right. But a gleam in how they were described in the books was they would wear colourful cloaks and they would be doing juggling and dancing, telling poetry, or using a harp and singing, you know, beautiful songs. And people were cheering and getting rowdy with it and whereas that was a very somber so they mm-hmm. did do stuff like that as well but I, you know I just hope that we get to see a more jovial side to him as well at times going forward it came off but more like that, those I thought he was great though you know okay. I, I, well once he started speaking and the music was off I loved everything about Tom Merrill at that point so 
Um, am I off off my rocker here when I heard them talking about uh, they were singing some other song and they were like, do you understand the, the meaning of these, uh, these words and stuff like that? You're talking about the song. Right, and then with, with the Gleeman's songs, um, I couldn't help but feel there's some sort of uh, uh, relation to those uh, Gaelic uh, um, like poem songs that are like very, very specific and hand, handed down constant you know what i'm ta- talking about it's well, yeah, an old it's a, tradition it's a, it's a society where gleeman are who you know they don't have a lot of way to pass you know people can i'm not saying people can necessarily it's a bit more advanced than than sort of middle earth at this time mm-hmm. in terms of technology so people can read and write you know mm-hmm. and not everyone obviously but it's not like game of thrones where nobody can you know read it right, you have right. to be a lord to be able to read and write it's not like that um but you know you don't have access to, to books or anything unless you're in a big city. So they have these gleemen who tell the stories that happened at the age and some of that's like where they just sit and tell a story. Some of it's, you know, something that they sing and they talk about the dragon and what happened before and the breaking of the world and, and all the societies that have come up and then disappeared and, you know, the battles that have happened and they talk about a lot of that history in the, in the songs, you know, as, as they go through it. But as a book reader, they don't necessarily tell you all those songs. They just describe what he's singing about sometimes, you know, so it's not too mm. too in your face in the books where it's just yeah. somebody playing music all the time and telling you stories. Um, I can't really go like that. I can't pronounce Gaelic words or Irish or Scottish, however you guys want well, you can't, to word I mean, Gaelic's it, not even right in itself. Depends exactly. on the way you come from, it could be Gaelic, you know. So. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, but it's it's spelt uh, uh, P-I-B-P-I-O-B-A-I-R-E-A-C-H-D, and it's a art art music, uh, pr- primarily Scottish hi- Highlands, extended com- compositions with uh, melodic well, it's got a themes. C-H and- in it, it'll be... <laughs> So yeah, so or something there, like there you go. Does that sound familiar? Am I on no, my rocker I mean, and kind I, of connecting I, I it to no, that? I've never learned. I, I, although they, they do speak it in some parts of the country I live in, it's, it's small northern parts of okay. the country. You don't learn it in the southern part of Scotland at all. We, you know, southern central, yeah. which is where most people live. Um, we, we don't even get taught it. So they, yeah. I remember as kids them having Gaelic... Uh, TV shows on occasionally, you know, and I couldn't understand the yeah, word like, saying. Uh, what is it? So. Dingle? They they speak it there in in Ireland mm. in Dingle, I think it is, or Galway. Galway, Galway yeah. Galway, yeah. yeah. They they all of their stuffs in in what they call Ir- Irish Irish, Irish Gaelic is different yep. from Scottish Gaelic oh, as yeah. well. They're, they're different. Um, oh yeah, you know, so it's, <laughs> you know, it's not easy, you know. But um, it was interesting because I also heard uh, a lot of like bluegrass style mu- music which is inspired by uh traditional uh scottish and irish music I brought over to music. to the America, uh, to the united then, states you know and exactly remember, so is, it was interesting a, a world where all of that's been influenced and all mm-hmm. done different things and, mm-hmm. and it's much further along so so in terms of how close we are to to where this story is which is the third age if you imagine mm-hmm. we the where, where we are just now is the first stage Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's seven ages, and we don't know much about what happens in the other ones or anything like that. But at some point, they have to go back round and start again. Um, and you it's know, I won't talk about all the different things that happens in them. But you, you know, 
our history is their myths and legends, mm-hmm. if you like, at this point. But at the same time, some of what happens in their history becomes our even more warped myths and mm-hmm. legends that come all the way back round again. So it's um, very interesting. I I I'm scared to look up, and maybe Cam, you could do, do this since you aren't afraid of the the spoilers. But hmm. I'm wondering how if if uh, Jordan's books in influenced horizon zero dawn because a lot of that is very very similar um I can not not necessarily sure. like the uh, but yeah i wouldn't think but... anything about wheel of time this goes for anybody that's listening yeah watching on here because the the way that google just works with wheel of time is it's so easy to get spoiled like if you type <laughs> in a character name it will come up you know now this isn't something that happens ah when when Billy loses his head in episode, do you know what I mean? And that's literally yeah. how they put it on Google, you know? And there is things like characters possibly losing parts of themselves or characters dying, you know, that they will just spoil right out the blue. So so do be careful yeah. of, of Googling that. But the, the reason I bring, bring that up is they also have a cataclysmic event in which a matriarchal society does kind of pick up, but there's also splinter factions that aren't Matri- matriarchal mm-hmm. that are you know there's a, a follower of, of uh Hades so to speak and the followers of uh, uh the mother you know um and then you you go on this it's both post-apocalyptic but also set in the in the the past so to, so to speak but there's all these ruins and legends from uh people uh searching the the world that they're in in, in horizon so of course, it's a completely well, different thing. It's a standard fantasy yeah. trope, though. That, you know, they say for most fantasies, what you should have is at least two ages that came before mm. you because it allows for that historic and finding things out, things that were forgotten thousands of years ago that come back. And, you know, so it's a, it's a common thing well, to, makes, to do that. Um, and most fantasies, so it could just be. Game, yeah, it could just be that they're taking that standard way of yeah. doing it. But could be. Could be. Yeah, a game. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Um, okay, we're going to do the quick fire round now where I'm going to ask you guys some questions um, okay. and get some theories and stuff like that. So the first one I'm going to ask, not really theory related, but it's just uh, any characters you really like, who's your favourite character so far, and is there anybody you actually dislike or don't care for so far? So, Kyle, you can go first this time. Anybody uh, you like or dislike? I like I like uh, Matt. All, already, I always kind of like the, the the rogues, the the uh, diamond in a rough character, if, mm-hmm. you, if you will, and that's how he's kind of portrayed here. Um, and then I'm very very interested in uh, the re- relationship between the warders and the Aes Sedai, their sisters that they that they're protecting. Um, so that's cool. I don't think there's anyone I d- don't like. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't think there's a char- character that I abs- absolutely hate. Right. Rand just kind of seems like so far your stand standard issue potential lead. But then again, like I said, they they have done a decent job at at showing that there's more to the to the others. Um, but I I don't think there's anyone right now that I'm just like, don't get on screen again. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Christine, any changes to that? Who did you like? Uh, anybody that you disliked so far? Um, uh, Ninyev, I liked the best because of episode three. Like, I, I really yeah. liked her in, in the, the first episode. Um, you know, strong, mature. Um, 
and then of course like you know she appears again and then it just that time with her getting to know her a little more i i really like her um with the four there's just like the flaws where it's like um you're okay yeah. um especially with with matt like it's like you're my least favorite but <laughs> we're we're still okay um so yeah like there's just you know they're they're young uh, there's certain things that you know they they haven't lived they haven't learned they you know the mistakes being made like with um rand and um Egwene, um where it's like it's obvious she's made her choice in in the first mm. episode and it's like you could have just said something and then like with rand it's like he knows but he's still wanting her to give the answer of like you know don't don't pick this route pick me yeah. um so it's just some of those where it's like that's kind of annoying but they're young so i'm gonna i'm gonna give them a pass <laughs> on that so but yeah i definitely like uh, young dumb and fo- what <laughs> yeah um yeah ninyev is my favorite so far cool um i'm not really going to comment at the moment because my most recent experience with these characters is where they are at, you know or some of them anyway at the end of of mm-hmm. the story so it's really hard to go back and remember what i thought of them at the start of the story just now so i'm just kind of mm-hmm. like Everything's okay. I'll just wait and, yeah. wait and see how this pans out. One thing interesting that you you mentioned you like Matt and Christy, you said you weren't so sure about Matt yet. He's actually been recast for season two already. Mm-hmm. So Barney Harris, it's a bit mysterious. We don't know why, but Barney Harris is not um, in season two. No one's mentioned the reason why. They've just said officially, yep, he's recast as... Um, um, it's oh, I can't remember the guy's name. Ah, uh, sorry. Um, at the moment, it's been recast into the role, and they've said it will be seamless the way he just kind of takes yeah. over that role from from season two onwards. Rody. But again, we we don't we don't really. Yeah, I think they might even do something daft like that just to kind of carry it do on. It. But we don't we don't know why. So we don't know if it's a bad reason more, more or that, it's health reasons different. or. Reasons and you know, so there's no point in speculating on that, but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the only thing that I kind of disappoints me a little bit because when I see Barney Harris there, I think he did a good job, you know, yeah. of where I expect Matt to be at kind of this point in, the, in his journey. Um, yeah, and there's okay. room to grow and, and stuff, so that I didn't know that they were going to recast him. Like, again, like I, I said, I do not touch the news on this, I no, want no, it no, you know, as fresh enough. as possible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like it was like, I, you're, you're good. I mean, I, I get you a little bit, but you know, there's still some things that are annoying. You're, you know, kind of like a, a little selfish. Um, you know, there's some things like, it's like Absolutely. You're pocketing, you're gambling, like <laughs> yeah. you, you suck at gambling. Why did you gamble? Cause now you have nothing and you were needing that money. So it's just some of the choices again, uh, youth, um, you know, right, so we've, we've made mistakes. Smiling and grinning, it's just because I'm, I'm thinking a million things about what you say, and I can't say anything about it. Okay. <laughs> you know, that might yeah. be the, the funnest part of this podcast is the, the super fan fans like yourself reading the book, looking at two you know, casual noobs like, ha ha, you guys. Yeah, I mean, are... I wouldn't wait. How'd you get guess that? Super fun. I mean, since I read yeah. the books, I've went into all the theories and all that because not everything's explained in the books, you know. So there's a lot of things to discuss even after you've finished them. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm certainly a fan, I'll say that. Maybe not quite super fun. But, um, okay. some of the questions I was going to ask you are things that you've actually covered in the way that you've been talking <laughs> about it anyway, weirdly. So I'll get on to some, 
some more okay. specific stuff. Because I was going to ask you, one of the things I was going to kind of ask you about was, um, you know, theories and why women can only use the one power. You kind of covered already some stuff in that area. I was ready. Um, and I also wanted to ask a little bit about Rand and Egwene. Will they stick together? Will they be all right? I mean, Christine can already pick that up and she's not sure about that. Um, so I'll ask you something a bit more straightforward since we're coming to the end of this um, episode. Who's the dragon reborn? Theories. Mm. Who is the dragon reborn? Uh, is like, one like of them. I, yeah, yeah, it is. Um, yeah, because it's like they've put a lot of focus on on Rand, so it's kind of like I'm wondering if it's you or if you're tricking me. <laughs> where it's like, let me just cover the romance part of this, and it's like it's not really you. So it's like it's a maybe. I haven't like picked one. Like, yep, it's you. At first, I I, I did, but then I was like, you know what? You're probably messing with my brain. So <laughs> I'm going to just lean toward Rand. Leading um, towards Rand at the moment. What were you, Kyle, saying? Quick question. Out of the four, mm-hmm. are any of them different gen- genders than they were in the book? No, no. Okay. Uh, no. Um, uh, then, and, and actually, and... I meant to say that because at first they were kind of promoting it as five, but did you spot how they worked out it's only between four now and nine Eve isn't really a contender anymore. Um, I mean, part of it was she, she had got... with Maureen. She's too old. Mm-hmm. She's too old. Gonna... She's about 25, 26. So she's not yeah. young enough to be as, as far as Maureen's information is, whereas the mm-hmm. other ones are all the same age. He, too, too old too, too old to begin the training. <laughs> too old you are. <laughs> what what um, do you but... think, Kel? Pick it. You've got to give so, it if, if that if that's the case, I don't think it's the 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 girl that can actually touch magic as of right right now, and I don't don't think it's going to end up be, being Rand. If I was a betting man, I'd put it on the guy that is the the st- stoic, the one that probably Pardon. doesn't want it Second at, at all. Pardon. I'd I'd put it on on him because it it seems like it seems like the the type of character that would not want the burden but once it's thrust upon them would rise to to the occasion mm-hmm. um while rand is kind of like the the obvious ch- choice and matt is the one that you want want it to to be uh because you're like man that would that that's kind of like self-insertion that there but yeah if i'm if i'm gonna go with anyone it's gonna be it's gonna be i him. don't know once you find it a little bit more it's not exactly somebody catching a good break um, mm. let's put it that way um, but um, yeah like I said he doesn't want it but he'll rise to the in the boots I knew and most readers will know who the dragon reborn is by like chapter 2 right it's not really hidden in the books because of the way they're written the characters mm. do not know though that's the mm. point the characters don't know but you as the reader are already do that for, for us and inside you know kind of thing so they mm. seem to be doing making a more of a mystery area than, than what it was in the books but I think you will know the answer to that by the end of this season is my guess. I don't think that's a mystery that they're going to carry forward. I just don't see how they could. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. so I expect that you'll you'll have that answer by the end of the season. Next question. Uh, Maureen, are her intentions good? Or uh, like Rand had some concerns about her you know, overall intentions. Do you side with that or is she actually do help them? I don't know because she feels like a gray character, you know. She doesn't. I, I don't. I don't quite know. Um, you know, I'm still trying to 
feel her out. Um, it's not negative, but it's like... I don't really know. Because again, it's like, it just... It's really confusing. Like, like what are you doing, girl? Um, I don't know. I think she's a tr true believer. And in her, her mind, it's all... It's all for the for the greater greater good. I believe she herself is a good character, yeah. but you can def definitely see because power corrupts. Absolute power uh, corrupts absolutely, and you can see that there's some Aes Sedai that are a little bit more ag aggressive, maybe happy to be ag aggressive. But um, mm -hmm. I I think she's overall good. Gray's a a good you know d description, but more gray because of what the organization is for, mm. versus gray because of, because of her. That's what cool. I'm feeling. Cool. Uh, okay. What, two more questions for you. Um, okay. What's one, what's with the wolves? What's going on with the wolves? I think they're helping. Um, it was kind of strange seeing like, you know, um, what's his name? Pern is the yeah, and Pern, Gwen yeah. were the ones that were and and sorry Pern yeah. is the one where I licked his leg. Um, yeah, exactly. Where it's like, it's not bad, and it's like even even when they were behind them, I, I already knew it's like they're they're pushing you towards something, you know. They're trying to help, um, not hurt. So it's like I wasn't worried, especially after that the the scene where one of them licked the wound. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, you never so felt of them as being a genuine threat to the two of them? No. So, it, the, this is part of why I think it is apparent. Well, but... It was one of the reasons you're connecting that together. Right. I, yeah. I, I don't like, know necessarily that the wolves are from a, a bene benevolent source. They're definitely there to uh, assist in, in a way, but uh, I think there's a potential that they're coming from the, the dark and and like you said, being led, protected, healed even by you know licking the the wound or something. I, I don't, they don't show if that actually healed them up, but um, uh, I I have a feeling that there's a alternate motive, ulterior motive. Someone's behind the the wolves, and I don't necessarily think they're good, but we'll we'll see. But interesting, yeah. interesting. I don't know, because to me, it's just like you know. You know, wolves are very smart animals, but you know, like when you see yeah. in a lot of fiction, you know, they're they're painted in a negative light, and it's like I'm hoping they're not going to go that route. Fan fantasy has wolf riders in so many things, uh, and it's yeah, always it's like, bad, bad guys riding them. Yeah, as, so as to me, it's like I'm hoping this, that you will just have to uh, with the books you would say read and find out. With the show, yeah. it's just going to have to be watching find out. <laughs> unfortunately, all right. Last question: Any season? What's going on with the dreams? so far you know they all had the same dream you know and they make that I'm quite clear and it had something to do with bats yeah but we only really see it from Rand's point of view but um mm. but there was also a figure scene um mm -hmm. that had kind of fiery eyes any theories at this point about what's going on with the dreams or not i mean if you just not we don't know something but we don't know that's fine yeah i don't know it's kind of strange that they're they're all there's, there can be only one, but it's like all four of them are somehow connected in this, and it's it's really strange. And mm -hmm. yeah, I can't, I can't put my finger on on anything right now. I'm, I'm gonna have to to wait because right That's now fine. it's just a giant question mark. That's um, fine. That's fine. You de definitely get some uh, 
from the fades, you get a a ring ring wraith feeling, but it, it look looks like uh, Tom Riddle from Harry Potter and a ring wraith <laughs> got it on, and the fades are their kids here in the the show in the show. Um, format, but yeah. So I've got in my my mind again, just relating to other fantasy properties and and even science science fiction to to where I don't necessarily think the the guy figure with the red red eyes is the the big big bad bad right. but maybe a l- lieutenant you know a right, right hand man or something you know, like that. yeah exactly the but not the top dog Ex- exactly and uh we're we're looking at again like i point to the to the wolves as potentially influence from there because we've already seen some positive in influence so to speak from moraine and 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 lan is that his name mm-hmm. lan, and yeah. then yep and so that's what I'm kind of feeling. There is we're we're looking at, you know, someone in the in the court of the dark. I don't know, cause like yeah, cause you you said that um, you know the the wheel of time came before um, um, Game of Thrones and yeah, yeah, the dire wolves. Yeah. yeah, the dire wolves aren't negative. They're they're animals. True, um, but so to me that's why I'm like I'm hoping it's not a negative existed. thing. So I think what um you know they don't exist anymore, but they were a larger you know, species mm-hmm. of wolf that was alive in, you know, previous times and I think pretty much hunted to extinction by humans when we arrived. So um, I think that was Martin taking a real thing but saying that it still exists in, in, mm. in kind of that world kind of thing. But, yeah, I mean, I get, I get what you're saying, you know. It came afterwards, but, yeah... Yeah, I won't say anything. That's <laughs> I just won't say anything. I just won't say anything. That's probably Cam's regretting you and not I uh, doing doing it because no, it's too analytical. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. If, yeah. I, if I did this with someone who was, you know, who was also reading the books, it would be a completely different conversation yeah. because we'd be. You just have to take it to the point of view, right? Spoilers for books are allowed here. This is for book fans. And there's actually, there's a million podcasts out there that are already for the book fans and people who know far more about the series than I do. <laughs> Um, and what we're kind of trying to provide is something that people can listen to your theories and, and, and watch along with you and find this story from the visual medium for the first time um, rather than kind of having to explore the books themselves. So, Yeah, yeah we never good. even talked about, now that I'm thinking about it, um, we haven't talked about the, I don't even remember what the name of the, the group is. They're like gypsies. Ah, oh, the tinkers, uh, the tinkers, the tinkers. Right. Okay, Basically, yeah, yeah, um, like yeah. I'm wanting to see like, see more Irish of them. Irish travelers, if you like, was would be a big influence for them. But they mm-hmm. they very much have their own, you know, they're very different thing. But I guess we, we we will get to talk about them more. I think a little bit next week because I think we're going to spend a bit of time possibly next week with Perrin and Egwin, um, who are who are currently with, with them. those yeah. people. So yeah. we can probably talk uh, about it. I then. like the part where they ask them to you know do, do you know the song and i'm guessing because he had a female that looks like she could be of a certain age or want to make sure lies is potential but also more moraine uses a phrase in uh one of the episodes uh words have power like they mean something so the fact that they offered them the chance to hey here's the important part can you say this this part uh i wondered are they checking if some, someone can lie or not? Not, and uh, but I also wonder what else the song could could mean. Mm-hmm. Mm. I can't see anything. Sorry, yeah. I'm not um, looking to say, say anything. I'm just trying to read your po- poker face. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot of the stuff that you, you're talking about is things that you'll at least get some kind of answers for. I wouldn't say you'll get even by the end of all eight seasons, if it goes to eight seasons, that every question will be answered because Robert Jordan didn't answer every yeah. question. And even there were some things that he left for the writer Brandon Sanderson who finished it off. And although he wrote them, he didn't know necessarily he didn't have the answer to what they all meant so there are some mysteries that died with even robert jordan deliberately so um because he felt that not everything had to be explained within the story so um so yeah there is one one ultimate answer to all of that though to, to life the universe and everything it's 42 so whatever we don't find find out it's just 42 guys yeah so We'll wrap it up there, guys. So thanks very much for everyone that listened in. We'll be covering each episode. Obviously, this one ran a bit longer because we had three episodes to cover, a lot to talk about. But going forward, we will only be talking about one episode a week, so it'll probably be slightly shorter where we kind of review it, give our grades, and then get into some any more series or changes to any series mm-hmm. that anyone has as we go, go along. Um, and thanks, everybody everyone for listening as i said or watching whenever you you find your podcasts or youtube channels kale uh christine anything you guys want to say before we wrap up uh check out if you guys are are into anime we are doing a seasonal anime i mentioned at the beginning on on uh avr anime versal reviews merica chan uh if you are into to horror and creepy stuff this is a really cool show so check out our episodes one through seven review up right now and then uh join join us every uh sunday for the the weekly episodes all right i got nothing (laughs) great (laughs) All right, well, I'll see you two again next week um, for more The Dragon Review. Thanks very much, everyone. Bye. It's here. Peloton's best offer of the season. Get up to $300 off accessories when you purchase a Peloton Tread. Choose from accessories like a heart rate monitor, non-slip grip dumbbells, yoga blocks, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going. Hurry, Peloton's best offer of the season is here, but not for long. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access memberships separate. Limited time offer cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc